song that is to bring us hey. in hello oj hello everybody welcome to our special guest host you know him from star of stage and film mr christian bladeditzit how are you christian bladeditzit oh hello welcome to the stream me very excited to be here thank you both uh i was a little disappointed to hear that uh the, the el haribo wasn't going to be here you give a guy some puppet lessons and all of a sudden his ego just makes it so he forgets everybody who made it's him un- who he it's is. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, as you alluded, uh, B. Dabbler, El Horrible will not be here tonight. Uh, unfortunately, he was he was uh, shopping for some uh, prostitutes on his phone earlier today. And a wall on his house collapsed and fell upon him. What? But it's Couldn't okay. To a nicer guy. No, no, it's okay. He he was okay. He wasn't hurt too too terribly. He got out of there. But when he was driving to Home Depot to get some bricks for, <laughs> and drywall to make the repairs, uh, he he fell. His car skidded off the road and fell into a into a reservoir. But that was okay. He made it out of the reservoir. Uh, but by then, he had said he's had a really shitty day, and he didn't feel like doing a show about right. the 90s. So he's not with us tonight, but our friend Christian Blatt has joined us. Uh, you may know him from the Blatt cast, <laughs> frequent co-host on WATP, uh, co-host, permanent co-host on WATB. Um, Yes, How's that uh, going? Who Are These Broadcasters is fastly becoming uh, everyone's favorite show on the Who Are These Podcast Network because of the simple fact that if you like Who Are These Podcasts but you hate Carl, you should come check out our show. Oh, that is a great, <laughs> that is a great sales pitch. I'm sold. <laughs> I'll take it. Plus Eric Zane. Yeah, he, yeah, he's there too, whatever. But uh, no Carl. That's really the key. No Beautiful. Carl. But yeah, so the three of us tonight, we wanted to get together on this Friday the 13th. Ooh. A spooky, hi Wendy, a spooky Friday the 13th uh, to uh, talk about some 90s horror films. I know it's not, the Friday the 13th is more of a uh, 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 superstition kind of thing, but associated to horror because of obviously the Friday the 13th movies and it's, yes. Right. Some of there's, them came out uh, in the '90s. You know, there's actually a lot of 80s, historical of reasons why the Friday the Thirteenth is so unlucky. Did you know that? Why is there such a lag? 
Is, there is a it me? I feel like it's me. I don't Sorry. know. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Somebody's somebody's like, no. Okay, go ahead, OJ. Friday the thirteenth. There's actual um, historic. There's historical meaning behind the thirteenth. Actually, why it's such an unlucky number. It's uh, some some people believe it started because of Judas. Was mm-hmm. the 13th apostle? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I had a whole list of things. What else do we have? Um, I'll find those while I'm telling you, but also to this day, like most hotels won't have a 13th floor or even a 13th room, mm-hmm. so it's a very spooky number. It is, it is. So, on a spooky day, why not talk about? horror films from the 90s and who are better who else better to join us than christian but well i guess there'd probably be a few people yeah maybe better but why not yeah, christian I, i'm assuming available. that uh i'm assuming zach Amico said no uh because he would be the perfect guest host for a, an episode on horror films from the yes. 90s but we are happy to have you shannon duffy thanks for the 199 vince takes chinese hgh and weak test from the 90s that's pretty cool, but that's probably expired. <laughs> you should avoid that. Rochi, thank you for the two pounds. I only asked WDTP and, of course, FKB. Bye, Brennan. Thank you. And Eugene Breen, thanks for the 189. I heard B. Dabbler had leukemia. No, just leukemia farts. An early sign, though, from what I understand. Not (laughs) leukemia farts can lead to leukemia, and that was Tukey, not Dabbler. Right, just the leukemia farts are just Tukeys. But uh, yeah, the nineties weren't. I don't think the nineties were necessarily the big horror movie years. I mean, I think that's the eight. For me, I would say it's the eighties, but I'm sure someone older than me would say the seventies. Um, yeah, but for me, it was the 80s. It was the Freddy, the Jason, the Michael Myers, Chucky, Chucky. Like that was that was the the big generation of horror. But the 90s got more, I don't know, uh, psychological. Yes, a little more. Uh, uh, I guess higher brow. They were trying. I don't know, but like you, you're bringing a movie tonight that's. Kind of on the border of thriller horror, like it was definitely a scary movie. Yeah, uh, but there were a lot of movies in the nineties like that. Like Misery was one that a lot of people would consider a horror movie, but a lot wouldn't. It was more of a thriller. But right, there's nothing scarier than seeing those ankles get snapped and hobbled <laughs> with that giant sledgehammer. Like that was scary stuff. It was inevitable that that would happen to James Conn at some point, either on screen or off. You know, yes. I think it was just a matter of time. I think he pays for that. Well, not, <laughs> oh, not anymore. Not anymore. Oh, oh yeah. Jesus. No, and I mean, in the nineties, it, it gets it gets very meta. With uh, you know, we'll, we'll talk about OJ's pick later. You know, but there's definitely an awareness, and you're right, Carter. Mm-hmm. The the best 
sort of like the horror slash slasher films. Yeah, Texas Chainsaw started in the 70s, the first Halloween's in the 70s. But when they realized how to really start squeezing money out of the sequels was really the 80s. And mm -hmm. uh, I, I looked it up. There's actually only one Friday the 13th movie in the entire decade of the 90s. Yes, and, and it was uh, a piece of shit. Jason Which Goes to Hell, the Jason final was, Friday. That's the only one they made in the 90s? That's the only uh, one. Takes Manhattan was July 89. Yeah. Right, and then the next one, I believe, was made in 2000. Uh, Jason like, X is 2002. And okay. Almost the 90s. Jason, no. Yeah. For, well, almost the oh, almost the 90s. Right. Oh. Yeah, we have a okay. we don't have a stinger for I, that yet. Oh, I thought. <laughs> what I thought you did. I guess because you say it and it feels like a, a stinger, but uh, we're working on. It. We're working on it. That's all right. And uh, yeah, and then in 2003, they give us Freddy vs. Jason, which was a movie that we definitely wanted at least 10, probably 15 years earlier, and then they finally right. gave it to us. And by that point, nobody cared. Know, yeah exactly but yeah why no why no jason movies through the 90s that's strange like that they just thought i mean they were just they weren't really putting a lot into most of them i just yeah. watched i think i just watched jason goes to space not too long ago and that was oh, yeah. <laughs> well it was 90 minutes what year was that one i i don't that must have been that must have been after 2000 now we did the first uh, part of 1990 it had the continuation of uh friday the 13th the series which uh I, I believe in minnesota was released as friday's curse but uh in the other in the other 49 states it was called friday the 13th the series even though there was no connection to jason or the the movies that we thought about I, it was it was a, a couple. It was a, a like a couple cousins and their uncle who like worked at uh, at an a, at a um, uh, an antiques store, and uh, they had to go and find all these cursed antiques. It was kind of an interesting show. I liked it. I didn't get how much, you know. But yeah. actually, I do remember that show. That was good. But I was so many times I got fooled. Yeah, <laughs> thinking <laughs> like I was going to see Jason. I'm like, wait. It's I, like, why aren't I catching on? Jason's going to show up after this commercial. This is I'm going to just wait, just wait for you know 15 more minutes, and then we're finally going to see Jason. But I do believe it was called Friday the 13th in Minnesota as well. Oh, it was in Minnesota as well. Yes. All right, perhaps that was in the UK. Yeah. Yes. But that was. It's it's funny that it, it it's stuff like that that always interests me too. Where they have, uh, what did Carlos Danger have one last night? Where there's different names for the movie depending on where. You know, they, they it's some because some names don't play in certain right. countries or certain areas, and they have just a totally different name for the movie. It's always funny when there's uh, something like that, right? Well, there's actually uh, a movie here I was just thinking of. It's called Kill the Irishman, and but overseas it's called Bulletproof Gangster for whatever reason. Yeah, like stupid things like that. Because yeah, you wouldn't. I guess in Ireland you wouldn't want to have a, a movie on the marquee, Kill the Irishman. Right. They may frown upon that. Australia and outside of. North America, GI Joe was called Action Force. You know, really, because they were, you know, nobody, nobody needs American propaganda on their TV in Australia, so they mm. they called it Action Force. Yeah. yeah. Wow. What was the? There was another one too that uh, Encino Man was outside of the U.S. was like California guy or California <laughs> kid because Encino, I guess Encino was too local. Yeah. It's selling Japan, so it was it was California guy or something like that. It was it's 
It, it, it's just 20 minutes up the freeway from me. I could be an Encino man if uh, if only I lived up there. You could be. And you have the hair for it. Oh, you Cardiff, you flatterer. <laughs> so what uh, what movie did you bring to us? As as is tradition here. Uh, oh, so yeah, California Man. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so it was California Man. I, I, I don't know why I put Guy in there. Um, as is tradition on you'll remember the 90s being that this is episode four <laughs> whenever we have a guest uh, we let the guest uh, go first so our guest Christian Blatt it. You're, you know what you're on my show Christian Blatt thank you Cardiff please what did you bring to discuss uh, this evening well uh, I brought a, uh, a, a small uh, indie art house film called Silence of the Lambs, uh, which did win the Academy Award in 1991. Ooh. So perhaps you've heard of it, but it uh, when you were saying 90s horror, I wasn't even sure if it qualified. And it was the first one that I thought, well, no, you guys each took the first two I thought of. But then I was like, wait, this is probably the biggest. And it's such a, you know, Silence of the Lambs is such a, a cultural moment you know i mean you just think about i mean billy crystal came out to the oscars that year with the mask you know mm -hmm. and being wheeled out and the uh you know it just was such a part of the zeitgeist and the character of hannibal lecter we had been portrayed on the screen before in the 80s there was a movie called manhunter where brian cox played him and it's it's not a bad performance but it's just not the nuance that uh anthony hopkins gives us mm -hmm. so uh, yeah, I thought that uh, this would be a perfect one to talk about. And what I realized upon rewatching it, Cardiff, I, I have a fun fact. Do you like fun facts, Cardiff? Uh, I do. But it's... if you can hold on a second. Yeah. It's in fact, it's actually ties directly in to what uh, Isaac Walmart is saying. It's the first movie that I ever saw with the word cunt in it. So uh, that was a it was a big moment. And wow. uh, they say it a few times. Yeah, I, I, I would struggle to find a movie prior to that that used a, a North an American movie. Saturday Night Fever. The uh, X-rated cut. Taxi Driver. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But in Saturday Night Fever, uh, he calls her a cunt at one point. And then to get it down to an R rating, they just dubbed in, I think, bitch or something. But uh, so there's like an X rated cut of Saturday Night Fever uh, at that time because the word cunt was so offensive that that one word made it so that uh, Saturday Night Fever had a different release. But uh, by the 90s, we couldn't throw it around the way we do now. But, uh, you know, I think the no, audience but, but the sort of way right. he the way he used it. Yeah, is was just so. Yeah, well, yeah, because uh, our, our friend Migs, who uh, I believe uh, we, we have an image of for our visual audience. Oh, there's Hannibal. There's Hannibal looking better than ever. And uh, we'll talk about Buffalo. But there's Migs. And uh, yeah, he just uh, affectionately lets agent starling know that uh he can smell her cunt and there's just you know he, he and then afterwards boy he really could smell it because uh he, he just couldn't help himself and i think that uh there's a sort of a great interplay obviously between jodie foster and anthony hopkins in the movie but it sort of starts off as like what did mig say to you and he said 
she she doesn't hesitate, which I I didn't remember. She was this blunt. She's like, oh, he said he could smell my cunt, and then Lecter just kind of looks up and he's like, I cannot. <laughs> and it's like, Jesus so it's um it's such a great character because it's like. Buffalo Bill, the serial killer in this movie that they're that are hunting for at the beginning, it's fucking crazy what this guy does. And and I love this picture that we're sharing now because he looks exactly like David Lee Roth on the Eat Him and Smile Tour. Put the lotion in the basket or it gets the hose. Which I believe, by the way, uh, Diamond Dave probably did also tell ladies that all the time. You know, uh, if 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 they didn't put the lotion in the basket, they would get the hose. I but, just I just want everyone to know if you want to have some fun. As soon as the show is over, if you start watching uh, Silence of the Lambs, uh, you'll be watching along with me because I need to go and watch this as soon as we're done. This, I, I've, I it's been too long since I've watched yeah. the movie, but it's 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 chilling. It's it's bringing back so much. Ugh. Yeah, it's it's great, and uh, you know, I mean. Obviously, it leads to Jodie Foster being considered, you know, I mean, she'd done the accused by this point. So obviously uh, she I believe that was before this. But, you know, I mean, she was still basically had the reputation of like, oh, yeah, the kid from, well, Taxi Driver, Freaky Friday. But uh, it's very, very sort of grown up, even though she's playing a young trainee. And the point I was going to make about Buffalo Bill, though, it's like it's so crazy what he does. He kills fat broads so that he can sew their skin together so he can make himself a lady suit. <laughs> but he's the B story because the guy who eats people is so compelling. And just, you know, some of the things that he says, you know, uh, I I feel like uh, he would uh, definitely dress down you guys. Uh, you know, I, I think Hannibal Lecter would take a look at Cardiff and he would just say, you know what you look like to me? With your big mouth and your cheap eyes, you look like a rube, a well-scrubbed hustling spud with no seasoning and very little taste. But you'd be delicious with some fava beans and a nice candy. <laughs> it's basically because I want to clip that out. Thank you for <laughs> going full screen. Very I wish I knew. I wish I realized earlier you're doing it. How long did you rehearse that? How many times uh, did you run through that? I just wrote it out before we started. So oh, that was fantastic. Wonderful. Bravo. Thank hold, you. Hold on. There's wait. I wasn't expecting to need this. To... But sir, you brought it. You've well, brought it. and and I don't I don't want OJ's looking down. He looks like he's dejected. I, I do feel like Dr. Lack no, would no. also size up OJ. <laughs> and he would he would just look at him and he's like, You need principles, OJ. Read the great tome, easy for you to say. Of particular thing, ask yourself, what is it in itself? What is nature? But I should have done that first because the bigger one was a Cardiff one. But that's yeah, right. not I didn't want you to feel like you're not getting a second applause. No, no, no. I don't I didn't I I, I didn't even demand the first, but you deserved uh, I, the first. I, I, I will you take did. it. You yeah, deserved exactly. the first. That was so fantastic. it's you know, and the there's like incidental actors. So the there's the doctor who runs the insane hospital. Uh, Dr. Chilton's a character's name, and you just forget, like, oh my god, yeah, that guy's like the definition of a human weasel, you know. And it's, uh, and you know, the the movie ends, 
you know, he's gotten away, Lecter, and he calls uh, Clarice very briefly. And he says, uh, I have to go. I'm having an old friend for dinner. And he's somewhere in the tropics. And he follows him. And then the entire credits is this long cut of like three minutes, four minutes. I don't even know. They, 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 don't, they don't cut it. It's just Hannibal has walked down the road after him. And then he just sort of hold it. And you keep waiting like, oh, you're going to hear a scream or anything. So it's, it's great on the filmmaking level. And what I remembered before rewatching it, the thing that always stuck with me is there's the moment where the FBI is like, well, we finally found him. We're going to we're going to bust the door down and we're going to take him in. And Clarice is like, oh, yeah, I'm going to follow up on this one lead. And then the way that they cut it back and forth, the, the parallel editing for my uh, fellow film school nerds, the cross cutting, if you will, you when you find out that the FBI is at the wrong house <laughs> and Clarice ended up at the house by herself. And just even knowing that that's what it is, sort of just watching that, um, it was great. And I know, Cardiff, we had talked a little bit about, is this really a horror movie? It is more of a thriller. But, I mean, there are definitely some very horrific moments. Yeah, no, know, it's when... it's it's chilling. It's scary as fuck. <laughs> no yeah, question. because, you know, they, they uh, Hannibal uh, gets moved, you know, and then these two cops that are watching him. But, uh, you know, genius Dr. Chilton left his pen in his cell. So the way that the other cops find these two that were left on the lector detail, uh, it was just like, you know, it, it, to think about the visuals in, you know, 1991 uh, to see that for the first time. And then our, our buddy, our, our buddy right there, uh, 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 Buffalo Bill. Uh, which, by the way, anybody who names them, who gets named Buffalo Bill, immediately you should associate them with the dregs of humanity. You know, if, mm -hmm. anybody who can be lumped together as Buffalo Bill, you realize there's something wrong with it. But there's the scene where he's like, "OJ, you were talking about it before we started." He's putting on the makeup. Would you fuck me? Would you fuck me? And he he stands up, and you know he's got his uh, he's 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 got his cock between his legs. He's trying to. <laughs> And it's just like you hadn't seen anything like that before, not in a not in a studio film, you know, a major MGM motion picture. You know, mm -hmm. uh, I see a question in the chat from Star Mountain. Yeah, thank asked, you for the two dollars. Uh, did, did anyone read the book? Uh, way more involved. Uh, I have indeed read the book. I have uh, the the pre uh, film release version of the cover where you can open it. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, and, and this story is, there is so much more to it. I'm kind of watching the movie and it's like, oh yeah, boy, they just get right to it. They're like, movies were two hours back then and uh, two hours and one minute if, if you were Scorsese, but anybody else, no. Now this movie would be like, you know, three hours and four minutes. Yeah. So they really but get I, to it. I wish, I, I'm always jealous of people that read the book. I cannot read the book. Oh. I'm not a reader. Oh. I want to, like, I just, I just cannot pay attention to a book. How about an audio book? Maybe I should try it. Maybe I'll try that. Maybe I will try that. And the um, the previous book, uh, which is called Red Dragon, also has Lecter in it. And they did a film version of that with uh, mm -hmm. Ed Norton. You know, it's the same story as Manhunter, which had William Peterson from CSI and, as I mentioned, Brian Cox. Um, that serial killer, it, it, he's known as the tooth fairy is also way more involved and even more disturbing than uh, Buffalo Bill. So, um, but Thomas Harris really, he just had like the two stories in him, which were good because then you get the sequel to science of the lambs, which I don't 
thing came out in the 90s. The book came out in 1999. Cease and desist. Uh, yeah. Well, that's why I'm mentioning the book. And and you just you read it and you go like, oh, wait, what happened? <laughs> you know, it's uh, it, it, there's a reason why Jodie Foster is not in the film version. Uh, yeah. But uh, the lovely Julianne Moore is. So uh, fancy more than more. Yeah. Silence would be a 10 episode Netflix show. Uh, if it came out today, that's, that's for sure. Yeah, Red Dragon multiple. came out in 2002. Uh, yeah. The, but... uh, oh yeah. The film version. Yeah. But they did an entire season of the Hannibal TV series. That was basically Red Dragon. And uh, oh, yeah. you know, there's uh, so just great different uh, portrayals, but obviously the reason why we remember silence of the lambs is Hannibal Lecter, you know, and uh, just the, he sort of fits the device in both of the films, mm -hmm. you know, where he's just like, oh, yeah, no, I understand serial killers. And uh, it's just those scenes with them in the cell, you know, where she's visiting him. Uh, it's uh, it's great. It's it's uh, some of the uh, the best filmmaking of the 90s. I can think of a few uh, films that won best picture in the 90s that don't even come close. Shakespeare in love. So, you know, now. It, it, Hannibal Lecter, though, too, just as uh, Anthony Hopkins playing him. That's one of those ones I would love to see the alternate castings, like the other people that may have auditioned for that role. Because I don't think could anyone else have done that, what he did. No, I mean, if you if you yeah. ever see the the Brian Cox uh, version, it's it's just it's just it's a different approach towards this yeah, totally you know different. psychiatrist uh, serial mm -hmm. killer. Um, no, uh, Dennis uh, Michaels, thank you for the two dollars. If you didn't say it already, Cardiff, I think you might have, but yes, thank, uh, thank yeah, you. no, Fr Francis Dollarhide, the red dragon who is known as a tooth fairy, uh, yeah, he who seeks out the uh, the National Enquirer like reporter who came up with the name the tooth fairy and uh, burns him alive <laughs> because he, he wants to be known as red dragon, uh, but yeah, so uh, this um. Uh, yeah, I, I I think you should uh, both uh, rewatch this tonight with the lights off, Cardiff. With the lights off. Yes, and Star Mountain. Yes, I I want to be a reader. I really do. I just can't. I have a mental disorder. I don't know, but I absorb a lot of information. Uh, I came home, returned to center. I came home with PTSD and wasn't able to, fo to focus enough to read books anymore. So I got the Audible app, and it's great. Thank you. I will try that. I don't know why I've never tried audiobooks until today. Until I've never even thought of it until now. So podcasts are for, so I can fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Edgar Barra, the one night. Thanks for the one night. Event Horizon, yeah, great movie. Great, I've seen that one. Yeah, uh, I just want to remind everyone: if you are watching on my channel, or Bedabbler's channel, or OJ's channel, or Christian's channel, come over here, like and subscribe. At you'll remember the '90s. We're trying to get that channel uh, up and running, and just do these shows on that channel. So if you're not here for some, uh, to, to, to filter out the dabbler riffraff, as they say, Christian, because sometimes <laughs> people want, uh, they don't want to cross streams. <laughs> no, it's, uh, yeah. Sometimes it's, you want uh, some it, dabble free content. Yeah. I mean, uh, anybody who, uh, watched the, uh, the, the dabbler, uh, round table earlier today, I think, uh, remembering the nineties is, is a nice, uh, after dinner mint, you know, let's, yes. let's take a break from the dabble verse for a moment. Yes, I did forget to watch that today. I missed that. I should. Oh, shucks. I did replay. too. How about that? I'll watch the re. I'm living it. I don't need to watch it. I'm <laughs> texting with John about it. Oh, okay. Definitely come over here at You'll Remember the 90s uh, and like and subscribe here as well. 
Uh, we have uh, OJ. I don't know if you're getting the message. We have the network uh, needing to punch in for a quick uh, message. I assure you, Father, our cousin's tardiness mystifies me as much as you. He was supposed to be here for dinner an hour ago. Now our food is cold. Excusez-moi, j'ai oublié le temps. Are you? <laughs> the Branch Prince of Bel Air, Wednesdays at 8.30. Not sure why they needed to interrupt our show for that, but... Unreal. I'm kind of glad they did. They really wanted to, everyone to know about the French Prince... French? Prince of Bel Air. Fantastic. Why is that so hard to read, <laughs> to say? Hello, Andrea. Thank you for being a member for one month. Hello, all Cardiff. Love this new show. Thank you. It's episode four. It's not that new, but thank you. Newer than Who Are These Broadcasters? Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 Eastern on the Who Are These Podcast Network. It's a great show. One of the best. One of the best. But the, uh, the film I brought uh, to the table... Uh, tonight the one that you both also did want to talk about as well and i just yes. bow guarded because i said it's mine <laughs> but and you're probably going to be mad at me now because i don't even really want to talk about the movie oh well talk about yes the build up to the movie the, the build up the, was the, the yes the backstory the 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 viral marketing campaign the really the yes. first internet viral marketing campaign the the bamboozling of people so what do you what do you remember oj you seem like you you were oh you yeah got caught up in it i got caught up in it and i believed it i think it was the sci-fi channel if i'm not mistaken that started uh it was a relatively new channel and it seemed like everything on the channel was kind of legit at the time and uh next thing you know there's this basically documentary infomercial mm -hmm. i don't know what you want to call it about the blair witch project yeah. and uh yeah myself and uh most all of my friends got sucked into it mm -hmm. yeah it was what about, what about you chris you that's is that the way you remember it Just yeah i mean because you know, as you're as you're watching it, you're thinking like, "There's no way that this is real." But then it looks so real, where you're like, "Well, well wait, maybe." And mm -hmm. you know, uh, you know, and um, just because uh, you know, it, it reminded me when when this came up. What I what I remember most about seeing it in the theater was uh, that that I went with a uh, way out of my league uh, check exchange student and um i fingered her during the movie and i know that that doesn't really tie into this story yes, but i i wanted to brag about it because uh, i don't have a lot of those stories oh, this is great. my one this is really my one so <laughs> wait a second i remember seeing this movie uh -oh. with a <laughs> with a with a man that kept asking me to that he calls me helga and figured my butthole <laughs> was that it's it's funny that you say that, Cardiff, because later Is that Helga afternoon, check name. <laughs> later that afternoon, she uh, she she did uh, try to wander the finger, and and I did grab her hand, and I said, "Honey, we don't do that here." So uh, at least have you know, this it's a different time. That's the '90s. Yeah. Now everybody's putting anything up their butt. But back yeah. then, you know, oh, we yeah. had standards. This is before two. This is before Y two K. Before right? Obama <laughs> made it. Before Obama made it legal. Right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> Thank you, Obama. 
but, but yeah. For, for the movie, I just want to, I'll tidy it up. I'm sorry. I, I knew I was going to derail the conversation. However, no, um, the movie, somebody in the chat said that it's overrated. And yes, when you look back on it, it's mm. like, okay, it's way oh, too yeah. shaky. It's not great. But if you see it in the moment and you think that there's even a chance that it's real, it's it's horrifying you know this yeah. idea you know but so, if you watch it now and you know that it's it's fake yeah it's whatever yeah it's whatever like i i i remember and i'm gonna go through i've got a bunch of slides i'm kind of gonna go through all the stuff they did uh but my viewing experience of the movie i was there probably the opening weekend um we got there late so we were at the like absolute front row for this, I had to walk out two or three times to throw up. Watching now, this it's movie. not because you were scared, right? Just because the camera was so no, jittery? because of yeah, because of where yeah, yeah. we were sitting, and then the camera moving around so much, it made me nauseous. Wow, it made me, it made just I couldn't, I couldn't stay in the theater the entire time. But yeah, no, it wasn't the scare, and yeah, the movie I think was dog shit. Generally, the last five minutes was scary, like yeah. that. I'll give it that, but it was, it was whatever, but it was what made it so interesting was that it always felt like it still could be real through the entire thing. OJ, so, I uh, remember also, yeah, I was going to ask OJ, um, did you see it in the theater? I actually don't know how old you are. So yeah, no, I, I, I didn't go to watch it because I think I had just found out before it came out that we were all duped. <sighs> So I didn't even go watch it at the time, but I do. I feel like I remember whatever town it took place in the city was getting like overwhelmed with fans thinking like all this was real. And they, so many people were coming into the town that they had to announce on the news that this wasn't real. Like go home. Yeah, it was uh, it was filmed in Seneca Creek State Park in Burkittsville and Montgomery County, uh, Maryland. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what I, I don't know if that's 100% accurate, but that's my memory. Yeah, but so this pre- was a great some, part. Wait, yeah, the guy on the right looks like Trey Parker. Yes, it is. <laughs> so, yeah, this is, the again, so the if, for those who don't know, this movie was about, um, was was put out there like it was found footage. You know, there was uh, there were these three filmmakers that went missing. They found the the, the footage um, that they went out into the woods to find this, learn about this myth, this 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 Blair Witch, um, and they found this footage and they put the footage together to make this movie. So this was all real found footage that that was going. So this is actually a missing posters that you know the the marketing team would hand out at uh, film festivals, just kind of building up a little bit of. Um, backstory. So they had the missing persons leaflets. They had the website, which I have. I brought up here. I'm, I sh- didn't lay this out. Yeah, unbelievable marketing. Maybe one of the best marketed yeah. movies ever. So they had this website that had this whole story, had this whole mythos. Um, had they had built um, an entire mythology around this Blair Witch, which was this you know going back hundreds of years, and then. Um, here, I can't even read it right now. Um, yeah, it was going back to, to 1785, uh, when several children accuse Ellie Kedward of luring them into her home to draw blood from them. Uh, she was found guilty of witchcraft, banished from the village, 
during a particularly harsh winter and presumed dead, blah, blah, blah. She comes back. She's the Blair Witch. But they built this whole uh, backstory around this um, and had this all up on the website. And, and then, like we mentioned earlier, if you didn't see this, sorry to cut you off, Carter. No, 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 yeah, on. like we were talking earlier, they were they were playing this on a television show like weekly and presenting it like it was it really happened and getting well, everybody really invested in. No. So, so that was what that was on the sci fi. That was a documentary that the filmmakers made again to build that yes. this whole backstory. Right. Right. It was just like, oh, look, there's a documentary about it. Um, and then they, you know, they posted on the website the story of these these three students that got lost uh, doing a doing a school project, doing a school film on this Blair Witch. They've been missing, um, and then you know they found the car, they found these tapes, and so it's all just building this this kind of backstory. And then I think what really uh, drove it was the message boards, because again, people were in. If you remember pre Twitter. Um, the message boards were the the hotbed, you know, before yeah, they, Reddit. Before, they sorry. had their own Stern fan network, the Blair Witch. Yes. Thing. And it just, but no, but it wasn't just that. It was, it was huge for the internet at that time. It was huge. Everybody was on it. Everybody was talking about, it. everybody was talking about this movie. And it, it just kept blowing up with, uh, with, with just really getting, again, the, the first viral <laughs> Everybody was Digital talking box. about yeah, it. Everyone was talking about it. I mean, look, it's it's not the first movie that had a website, but uh, just by way of comparison, for those of you who maybe don't yo remember the 90s, I didn't go on the internet and search anything on the web until the year 1995. I had an email. But my, yeah. I started college the fall of 94. And I so I had an email address. I'm like, I don't even know how to look around. So it's only four years later, really, that this movie comes out. Yeah. And, you know, nobody had done this degree of marketing because, you know, I, I, I'm sure, you know, found footage existed before, but this was really, you know, the perfect storm of like yeah. utilizing the internet and yeah, yeah whatever the documentary was. And you just started to think like, maybe it's real, you know? <laughs> But what was what was interesting, the website, sorry, and maybe I didn't phrase it properly. The website wasn't the movie's website. The website was for a project trying to find information and, and tell the story of these three teenagers, right? Like so it wasn't even positioned as a site for the for the uh, for the movie. It's, it was positioned as something that was always there, right? Pre the movie. Like they right. were doing they were talking about this Blair Witch thing and these three kids that disappeared. And so this is kind of positioning itself like it was it was really genius it's years before. And that documentary, like I said, that's positioned as something that was always there. And people saw it, and then all of a sudden, oh wait, there's this movie. Wait, I know that I remember the documentary. Uh um, uh, you know, and even the actors, the actors were all told to go into hiding before yeah. the movie came out the studios had their imdbs changed oh, to wow. say they were missing and deceased what or missing really? and presumed to yeah like it was it was um yeah the they're actors, keeping kayfabe that's like when uh yeah gosh exactly that's exactly. amazing they couldn't let hacksaw and the iron sheik be found in a car <laughs> doing cocaine together <laughs> they you. had to make sure that they weren't why were they together <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable but, but yeah so this website built backstories for all 
um, of the students that were that were you know building the shots. They had the evidence that you know the car being found. Um, they had uh, you know yeah here's the the tapes that they found uh, some of the gear, um, and then they found here's the bag of all the tapes that they found buried under the foundation of the house. You know, they built all this police stuff. Um, actually, I'll pull that now because they even had, um, where are they? They had fake news reports on the website. Wow. Like again, to get people watching. And, and again, remember when you're in the middle of Idaho in the nineties, you didn't get a lot of news that wasn't national news. Right. So to see this on a website that this could be happening in Burkittsville, it's it's pretty plausible. <laughs> right. So here's here's some of the fake news stories that they put out on the website. Good evening. The search of the three missing Montgomery College students continues in Frederick County tonight as dozens of volunteers and state officials join local forces in what has now become a full scale search of the Black Hills area. That's right, Frank. The turnout here has been really overwhelming as dozens of volunteers from all over the area have come here to help find these students. We have here with us now Deputy Hart, who's been leading today's operations. Deputy Hart, what do you think of this turnout? Well, it's been a long day, but we've got a uh, great turnout from the Tri-County area. We've got uh, uh, school children and uh, church volunteers, and uh, so we've covered quite a bit of ground with them. How did today's search go? Well, we broke down into our uh, normal search and rescue. Why is the search being called off? Well, as you know, we've been out here 10 days, 10 long days. We've had over 100 volunteers, my staff, and we've come here at least twice now. And there's other uh, avenues we want to cover, other uh, leads we have at the present time. Is there any substance to the rumors that this may be a hoax by the students? No, I, we have no reason to believe that this is a hoax right now. I have no evidence pointing in that direction. Do you suspect foul play? Uh, we have no comment right now at that time, at this time. After three days of searching, local officials combined with over 100 search volunteers have failed to come up with any signs of the three missing filmmakers. Montgomery College film students Heather Donahue, Michael Williams, and Joshua Leonard were reportedly shooting a school project about a local myth called the Blair Witch. At this time, their whereabouts are still unknown. Keith Whitaker has this report. Wow, like that was amazing. all just manufactured for the website, just to, just to build this backstory, um, to, so, to make uh, it look like a real uh, missing persons case. It was crazy, right? And the thing is, they didn't put a lot of money into this movie. I'm looking right now, and mm -hmm. it says the final cost was between two hundred thousand and seven hundred and fifty thousand after post production edits. This movie ended up bringing in $250 million worldwide. Yeah, I, I don't know if it says it in what you're reading, OJ, but uh, I, I seem to remember, you know, sort of a little bit after the fact, you know, once everybody kind of knew about the movie, uh, that a lot of the money they spent on it was to just uh, it really work on and improve the audio. You know, it was one of those things they were like, all right, let's make it so people can hear it, even if we're going to make Cardiff throw up from having to mm -hmm. watch it jump around. You couldn't do anything with that. But yeah, just sort of making it seem more professional, you know, yeah. uh, because they believed in it. And, and it's still today, uh, it, depending on the on the what list you look at, it's the first or second 
most profitable movie of all time. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense. They they, yeah, like they, they spent hardly anything on it, you know. Yeah, and made yeah. three hundred million dollars on it. So it's, um, it was a, a phenomenon. Definitely a phenomenon. Let me put that back up there. Yeah, so they had this website. They had, um, you know, clips that they, you know, they they found there. So this is actually the old website. This is from the Wayback Machine. Uh, these are screenshots from that. I, I could, I I tried doing it. It's so glitchy. It's so hard to use that thing sometimes. Like, I don't know if I'm overloading it or had too many things open or it was just slow for me. Uh, so I just put a slides in. But a lot of the the links are dead for the audio, but all these link to an audio or a video file that you would watch in a, what, like a two-by-two two screen. <laughs> like all those news <laughs> clips would have been like a little two-by-two two screen. Yeah. It would have taken forever to get. But we watched them. We watched them, yeah. So they had, you know, kind of clips of their the footage that they found. Um, so they were leaking stuff from there. And then there was Heather's journal where they found the, the, her journal, all the notes she was taking over the, over their time out there in the woods. Like they put so much damn detail. Like it's, I, I just, I, I really have to respect the craft, the work that they put into, in a, in a marketing this thing and it worked and it absolutely worked. It was a fantastic. And again, I, for me, the uh yeah the last five minutes were scary as hell like with her screen i think i've got the uh i've brought the scream to the show okay if i can find it <laughs> and then the movie just ends camera laying on the floor <laughs> Like that was scary. <laughs> oh yeah, but no, the rest I mean of it was kind of just. Yeah, I think even if you're a hundred percent sure that it's not real, still the way it ends is very jarring. You know, mm. unless somebody told you like, "Well, this is how it's going to end," you're still like, "Oh, oh wait," because movies yeah. don't end that way. You know, yeah. so. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know how far you're taking this through, Cardiff. I don't want to blow. Are you going to talk about uh, the moment when we all knew for sure that it wasn't real? Like there had to be no doubt. No. What when the three of them showed up at the MTV Awards. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And then yeah, you know, they're all like you know made up, uh, you know, and and yeah. they're, they're trying to like you know look fancy because they didn't no. really work that much after this. So that that was like their big spot. It's yeah. like can can we show up? And it was just like. What? Oh no! I'm so much less interested in them now that I know that, that they were right, pretending yeah. and they were never in any real danger. Yeah, just think about that. Most actors, actors and actresses, their first movie, you know, their first major film, they're doing the whole um, tour before interviews and promotion, and these guys are set in a hiding, like they didn't get there. <laughs> and that was their one big shot. Yeah, I don't think any yeah. of them really did uh, much else. I think uh, Heather. I remember there, there was an interview with her on like Barbara Walters or something where she said she's giving up acting and go just growing pot. So she, oh. she wanted nothing to do with Hollywood anymore. Well, she just wanted to least, supply them with weed. Uh, well, at least she found uh, she was doing important work. I respect yes. that. You know, there's too many actors as it is. So good for her. Oh, but yeah, no, that was a definitely uh, uh an iconic 90s movie but again not so much for the movie but for how they got the movie out there and how they got people talking because i mean that really was 
yeah, like I said, probably one of the first viral digital events and something that was, you know, everyone was talking about. Yeah. And I mean, they, they tried with uh, the, the, the book of shadows as the sequel, which was sort of like a, supposed to be a prequel and build up the mythology. They, they really tried to get more out of it, but it was very clear. Like, no, this, this was the story that anybody cared about. Nobody really mm -hmm. cares about the backstory of the Blair witch and any of that, right. mm -hmm. you know, uh, it's, it's really like this. This is really just that one moment, you know. Even by two thousand one, probably people were like, "Well, I'm not going to watch Blair Witch Project." I've, yeah, I've seen it the once, you know. Yeah, it was hard. And then they they did the remake in twenty sixteen, which I haven't watched, but I've heard isn't that bad. But I think that they they took a slightly different uh, take on it. But uh, OJ, you pulled that um, that TV spot. So the TV so again, the Blair Witch was out in theaters. Um, and this was the nineties. So it took 11 months for a movie to get to VHS about, uh, from artisan entertainment, it began as a mystery. It became a phenomenon and now it's as close as your remote control for the first time on television. The Blair Witch Project comes to pay-per-view experience. The movie critics call a groundbreaker in fright. An instant classic. I hear him downstairs! The Blair Witch Project, now on pay-per-view. Lights on, lights off. You decide how to watch it. That's a good... Uh, pay-per-view. That's a good tagline. Lights on, lights off. You decide how to watch it. Uh, I mean, probably, probably lights off. That's all right. <laughs> but I like the idea. Yeah. But yeah, I think... I mean, I guess the people that are getting it on pay-per-view... I... I, I like I said, I can't even see this having a, a good DVD or VHS life because, yeah, once it's. And un, unless you were too young when it came out and your parents just wouldn't let you see it. And even if you were like, OK, I know it's fake. I, I really wanted to see it. You know, I mean, it was you know, like I, I had to I, I know it's the 80s, but that's how I had to see Basic Instinct. I was not allowed to see that. <laughs> Actually, that is a 90s movie, isn't it? It's like 92. I think so, uh, yeah. But I was not allowed 91. to see that in the theater. So I, as soon as it was out on VHS, I'm like, well, I'm going to go ahead and rent this so that I can finally see it. Yeah. So you're I saying everybody that's ever seen The Blair Witch Project has only seen it once. I mean, All $250 could you, million dollars was one-time viewing. And unless, you know, you you had decided that we should all rewatch it for this, I can't imagine an occasion where I'd be like, oh, let's watch the whole thing. I could see pulling right. up a clip, maybe wanted to watch the end. But I can't imagine for recreation just sitting down to watch the Blair Witch Project at this point. Okay, if you've never seen it. But that's mm -hmm. what I'm saying. You're seeing it once. Just once. Yeah, no, that was great. But... Uh... Our friend Carlos, uh, Carlos Danger, still unavailable to join us, uh, but he was nice enough. Now, he, he said, he said very specifically to me, he said, Cardiff, I know you're doing 90s horror, um, so I won't do anything about movies. He wanted to just come on and give us some, some fat facts, I believe, is the way he put it. Um, but again, nothing to do with movies is he was very specific. So here's... which is why he's not here tonight, Cardiff. I didn't know if you knew that, but it's an all you can eat buffet that he's at tonight. It's fifty percent off on Fridays, isn't it? Oh, Friday the thirteenth, they have yes. some sort of special. So yes. He rode his he, him and his twin brother rode their motorcycles <laughs> to the all you can eat buffet <laughs> for fifty percent. <laughs> 
eight people got that reference, and I'm glad two of them are in here. Uh, but here's Carlos's pick for this week. Hey, everybody. Happy Friday evening. Welcome. My name is Carlos Danger, but only for the purposes of this broadcast. I'm cultured. I like film. Pink Flamingos is my favorite. We'll put Ray in a horror movie as a possessed. Yeah, Brian, can you get Ray a, a, an extra? You put make him up as a zombie, something like that. I want your. He's got the build for it. I don't and know. He's got those eyes. That. He's got those. All you need is great eyes to be a zombie, right? Because I was, I was just like really nervous and blackout drunk, but I didn't pee. How anything. do you feel? He's dog shit. Obnoxious John, I'm allowed to express my opinion. I respect your opinion. It's just my perspective. I don't want it to be over, but I just it doesn't. I mean, I guess for me, and I never. I was always hesitant to call myself a dabbler because to me, a dabbler were, were the people who posted in Dabblers Anonymous and did all that creative memes and video and all that kind of stuff. And so from my perspective, that's not really being done anymore. There's still, I'm still a Howard Stern fan, old school Howard Stern fan. I don't know how you do it. I put together some really impressive deals, but this thing you've pulled off, it's amazing. A big and tasty for just a dollar? How do you do it? What's your secret? Mm -hmm. Got a buck? You're in luck. Because you can get a delicious, beefy, big and tasty, a McChicken sandwich, and lots of your other favorites on McDonald's dollar menu every day. Together, Grimace, we could own this town. Chocolate. Now? Introducing Jell-O Stir and Snack Pudding. Chocolate. A whole new way to snack. Chocolate. Don't worry, I'm making you a cup of this. I think she put something in your pudding, sir. I need a snack. <gasps> Jello pudding. My own cup of rich creaminess. New Jello stirring snack. Now you can have pudding one cup at a time. You got any vanilla? I can do that. If you can stir, you can snack. Mr. Fogel, no denying your body's changed over the years. Yes. Sir, this committee must know, did you ingest anything that helped create this change in your physique? Yes. Go on. Usually a six-inch turkey breast sub for lunch and a foot-long veggie delight for dinner. You get those over the counter? Yes, at a Subway restaurant. What is this? Mmm. Oh, I'm gonna need oh. more evidence. Uh -huh. Am I free to go? Well, thank you for that, Carlos. Trump, Andrew. Bill Cosby, and what's up with Aaron Imholt? <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, uh, the most jarring thing in, in what we just watched was uh, people eating Subway sandwiches and enjoying them. I, I, I found that uh, mm -hmm. to, to just be tough to watch. And, you know, I, I uh, also it was nice to see uh, Grimace uh, associating with the future president. I mean, I'm surprised he didn't get a cabinet position. It was is Donald Trump the only president to ever appear in a McDonald's commercial? I mean, Bill Clinton in the nineties was a, appeared in many McDonald's as <laughs> many we McDonald's know, yes. Saturday Night Live. <laughs> I think that I think you may be right. I can't think of another president. Another, another, another thing that Trump was first, <laughs> the first president to appear. You know, congratulations, Mr. President. Uh yeah, so OJ, what did you yes, want to talk about? Tonight? What do I want to? Well, I did want to talk about Friday the 13th, but as we or Christian brought up earlier, <laughs> Friday the 13th was such a piece of shit movie 
We can't. It's not even. Well, the the nineties one. The nineties one. Yes, the nineties one. Thank you. Thank you for. If if this was yo, remember the eighties. I I could spend a lot of time talking about. Well, don't uh, worry. We're talking about revamping here. We we want to spread our wings a little. Jason takes Manhattan. I could easily do a whole show on that. Uh, You know, but uh, that that was in the eighties. So that it it was eighty nine, and as we said, almost the nineties. Almost the nineties. We do need a bumper. Okay, so the movie I'm going to talk about, and I'm going to play a little video. It's It doesn't have any audio to it. I was going to do like a... Um, and that's only because YouTube stinks. We just want to play clips and talk about I know. Just messing around. We're not playing the movie. Let's do that. Oh, let me get out of this because I'm all over the place here. Okay, so in, yes, in 1996... Directed by Wes Craven, the, the movie Scream came out. Mm-hmm. Now it's considered a slasher, and it is a slasher, but it's it's more of a like who done it, like a murder mystery. Um, something else that's different about this movie, and I'm lagging. You guys yeah, see a little me bit. lagging? A little. I bit. apologize. We'll get past okay. it. I apologize. Okay. So yeah, there's the killer ghost face. And what was different about the movie Scream and the killer in the movie was that Ghostface was pretty much a buffoon and a klutz. He wasn't this supernatural being like Freddy or Jason. He was mm-hmm. he was fumbling around. He could never seem to kill anybody right away. Um, but again, what made this movie great was the dialogue and the way it was shot it kept you invested all the way to, to the end. You wanted to know who, who the killer was. Um, it was about two hours long mm-hmm. and it didn't feel like a two hour long movie. Uh, like I said, because it was just so well written. Um, it was released in, like I said, 1996, mm-hmm. December 20th. So around Christmas time, it, and it wasn't expected to actually do that well. It had a uh, $15 million budget. It ended up making $173 million. Wow. wow. Yeah. And it's considered, to this day, one of the greatest slasher movies. Oh, they um, stabbed the Fonz. Why would they stab the Fonz? They killed it's the Fonz. It's a jukebox repairman's company, oh, actually. And he's tired of enough. all the times that he kept punching them. Fair enough. But yeah, this was a fun... This was a fun campy kind of but still a lot of jump scares a lot of yes but yeah when when um when uh oh what was his name i just totally lost my train of thought somebody's stomping upstairs (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i have no idea where i was going but yeah, I'm it sure, a- it was going to be about David Arquette, America's Treasure. Yes, obviously, David. <laughs> David. Wes Craven, perhaps? No, it was it was the. Um, oh, I have no idea where I was going. I seriously well, just fell well, off. What what I'll say about the movie is the reason why it works. It's what you said, OJ. Is that it is very funny. It is very meta. It's self aware in a, about horror movies, but the horror, the jump scares, all that stuff is legit. You know, it's not, you know, cause like what was a uh, scary movie was the knockoff of this. The, that's, you know, 
thank you. That's where I was going. Okay. The knock, yeah, the knockoff wasn't that much more campy than right. the original. Yeah, sorry. Thank yeah. you. But but the actual like horror element of this really worked, and you continue to be guessing throughout the whole movie, and even the the sequels. You know, you weren't really sure like, well, who's actually you know who is this? Who's doing this? And you know, when you think you know, uh, you you just don't. And you know, we were uh, we were talking beforehand uh, before we started, and just the the ghost face is such a like an iconic and and a great mask and. Mm-hmm. One of the things we were wondering about was whether or not it was created for the movie. And uh, I, I did a quick uh, Google search, uh, and it was a popular Halloween costume created and designed by a company called Fun World Costume Company. And then uh, Wes Craven and Marianne Maddalena, who I assume is the uh, costumer for the film, uh, chose that mask uh, out of it. So the mask did exist before. So uh, I, I think that uh, if you see a screen movie now, there's sort of a line about the copyright for the ghost face just to, you know, it's and, and fun fact, something yep. I learned today. Uh, you guys mentioned scary movie, which was the original title for the scream movie. Right. Oh, was it really? Yes. Hmm. Yeah. And that launched like, I feel like I, I'm sure what year, what year to come out? Uh, scary movie. No. 96 so i'm sure this started like the the i know you did with last summer oh yeah, yeah. like that kind Absolutely. of the, the teen the new kind of teen slasher films i guess yes which led into final destination and like all that yeah the next generation of horror okay uh, coming up on yo remember the 2000s we'll talk about all those <laughs> i do have one more little clip i made yeah. it's um randy from the movie Scream, and he's the guy that knows like everything about horror movies, and he, here's him just talking about the rules of surviving a horror uh, movie. Don't you know the rules? What rules? Jesus Christ, you don't know the rules? There are certain rules that one must abide by in order to successfully survive a horror movie. Number one. You can never have sex, okay? Number two, you can never drink or do drugs. And number three, never, ever, ever under any circumstances say, I'll be right back, because you won't be back. I'm getting another beer, you want one? Yeah, sure. I'll be right back! So true. And uh, he does get stabbed, doesn't he? The guy who like makes the big joke about like, I'll be right back. And then he 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 was, he was one of the killers. He did get stabbed though, technically. And he didn't make it back by the end of the night. So yeah. Yeah. No, again, yeah. And Wes Craven, like I said, if you don't know who Wes Craven is, uh, he, he's Freddy Krueger guy. He nightmare on Elm street. And he directed this movie. Candyman, yes, but and he he was even great because he even took shots at himself in the movie. Uh, they were yeah. talking about Freddy and how only the first one was good, but all the rest sucked after that. And yeah, incorporated uh, Halloween into the movie. They're watching the kids are watching the Halloween movie with Michael Myers. Yeah, it was just all all just written so well, directed so well, acted everything. It was just a perfect storm with the actors and the writing mm-hmm. and everything. And and really a huge cast, like huge, huge cast. And like these were, most of these people were established actors and actresses at that time. It was a big, it was, well, a, big it was a big deal too, because I think Drew Barrymore may have been the biggest name yeah. 
in that movie at the time and well, she's killed within the first five minutes of the movie mm-hmm. yeah and i think that's why it was a big thing and that's what they did with the the sequels and you know there was an mtv tv series where they would have sort of the biggest name be somebody that uh, you're like oh i didn't know they were in this mm-hmm. oh i see why i didn't know they were in this is because right. they've been murdered but yeah, I mean, yeah, Nev Campbell was on TV at the point at that point, mm-hmm. and uh, obviously Courtney Cox was Courtney on Cox. Friends, you know. And so... David Arquette was married to Courtney Cox. <laughs> well, not yet, but uh, Mrs. Oh, no. Cox or Mr. No. Cox. Yeah, but before she became Courtney Cox Arquette. Yes. Uh, but yeah, and uh, I, but yeah, Wes Craven. Obviously, he had such a good sense for the genre where he could poke fun at it but in the way where the movie still holds up you know and it's i can't imagine that scary movie the actual scary movie that came out i can't imagine that holds up but uh, good for anna faris i believe that's uh that's where we first got to know her yes i think didn't didn't he make his acting debut in the scary movie franchise who was that Beetlejuice from the Howard Stern. Oh, <laughs> was it the scary movie once? I, I think so. I think I believe it was scary movie three. I could be mistaken, but he was in yeah, one of their br- they cut up somebody's head and he was dancing around in mm. someone's brain. Perfect. He's just typecast now. Yeah. I mean, the you you show me a movie that wouldn't be made better by putting Beetlejuice from the Howard Stern <laughs> show in it. I, I don't think I've ever seen a movie that he wouldn't have made better. It was scary movie two. Oh, okay. there you go. And the none of us touched on, and I thought somebody might, but the '90s I think was also a big time for horror TV. Yeah, sure, right. You had Buffy, Angel, Tales from the Crypt, Tales from the Crypt. Yes, you know yeah. that was you know I, Goosebumps. Freddie heavy, like Freddy. yeah, Freddie's Nightmares was uh, Freddy, actually yeah. it was a it was like a Twilight Zone style show. It was an anthology. Yeah, again, it was another one that had nothing to do with Freddie. Just Freddie's glove came out at the no, end. No, the the. The first episode of Freddy's Nightmares was like his origin story, and Robert England was in it, and they, you you see him becoming Freddy and you know oh, killing. See, him I want to see that now. Yeah, and he gets you know he, the townsfolk burn him alive. Yeah, Wait, that's where it showed the the town going. Mm-hmm. To- I think they also maybe did that in in one of the movies also. Yeah, I think in Freddy's Dead they also show some of that. Yeah, well. but I remember going back. I remember it being in the first Nightmare on Elm Street, and I remember I we watched it maybe three weeks ago looking for that scene i'm like where was that right because i remember that i mean that's what it was it was from the show so christian you mentioned that basic instinct you weren't allowed to to watch yeah i wasn't allowed to watch any bad movies when i was a kid and nightmare on elm street was the 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 first movie that i saw that uh i was like holy you know i was like what is this because i wasn't allowed to watch stuff like that i was at a cousin's house and i like kind of turned down cable and there it was (laughs) One yeah. one that one that did pop up for me. If I don't know if anyone remembers, Nightmare Cafe ring a bell for anybody? Yeah, that had Robert England in it. it as Robert well. England in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I, that's uh, didn't even. I can't. I I want to find that now. Uh, yeah, I wonder if. Uh, I yeah. I mean, it, it's it's always. I don't know. It's not always, but it's surprising sometimes the stuff that you look for that uh, isn't available streaming. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it, it was like one of the biggest shows of the eighties, but, but like moonlighting just came to streaming like last week, wow. you know? Wow. So uh, is there demand for nightmare cafe, you know? And a lot of the times the, the music rights, it's just not worth trying to figure out how to clear them, you know? So yeah, just put, get it out there somewhere. You know where to put it, people. <laughs> you know, you know where to put it, and and 
and and don't post a link a link in the Discord. You know, no, don't no. don't don't share Please that don't. with uh, any of us. Uh, thank you for Ayanami Nami Nami for the five dollars Bukaki. Is that a horror movie or Bukaki? Yes, it's a I horror mean, movie. All right, d- d- depends on which end of it you're on. It could be a horror movie, or it could be, uh, you know, it could be when you become a man for the first the, time. The Bukaki monster attacks. Yeah. And as, as you know, oh, as much as as much as I would want to keep talking about Bukaki, but now I see there's a super chat, so I'll let yes. uh, Edgar Barra one ninety nine. Thank you. Band apart, dusk till dawn. Uh, you may enjoyed them. Tales from the Crypt, and uh, that was on HBO, and yeah, it's great because they, I mean, like Schwarzenegger did an episode. I mean, they had like really big actors, and the Crypt Keeper was such a great device as, as host. Like, you know, he was fantastic, and they and they also did two Tales from the Crypt movies. They did mm-hmm. one called Demon Knight, and uh, my personal favorite, Cardiff and I were trading messages. Mm-hmm. About Bordello of Blood, uh, starring my friend Dennis Miller and Corey Feldman, and oh. uh, it's uh, it, it, it's definitely a, a very goofy uh, vampire hooker movie, but uh, it's uh, it, it's definitely it's very nineties. I mean, you put you, yeah. you have Dennis Miller starring in a movie, uh, yes. that, and no overacting anywhere. No, no, no. <laughs> no but the, I mean, the director understood what he had in in having Dennis Miller. It was like it was like you know do you really want me to read these lines or can I just kind of be me? And I was like, yeah, why don't you just be you in the movie? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, no, it was a fun movie for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Pulper 80. Thanks for the five bucks. I remember the nineties, Sam V and Spurgville and fire insurance money were a total thing. <laughs> well, thank I'm you. Pulper sure. 80. But thank you. Pulper. 80. I don't know what any of that means, but uh, yes, thank you. <laughs> I just yeah. learned Pulper 80 is a woman. Who, know, uh, who knew? Yes, we both just learned that. Yeah, yes. I had no idea. Uh, Noga Igar, thanks for the 199. Pulper 80 steals his neighbor's cable. Spurgville. Uh-oh. We seem to have a battle. We have some cross super chat talk going on. <laughs> Do not fight in the super chats. Well, actually, yes. Fight in the super chats. Only by super chat. Barrister1401, thanks for the two bucks. LOL'd when Jared said he ingested six inches yes <laughs> i don't know how subway is still in business with all the that's another show yeah that's a show for another day they've had oh, that guy what a creep gosh uh pulper gifted one be that why are you... he's not even here why are you gifting membership he doesn't even show up for you people i'm here oj's here christian's here i'm here he's here gift we're doing Christian it black black cat Blatcast membership. Yes, that's right. Let's gift Blatcast memberships, please. Barrister fourteen oh one. Thanks for the two bucks. Courtney Cox has a super hairy snatch. I have heard that. I have heard that. I have. How have I not heard that? This is the first I'm hearing. You know, uh, uh, but, uh, JFK head chunk member for one month. Thank you. Uh, can I sell my one month membership to this boar fest? <laughs> no. <laughs> don't like. I'm sorry. We're trying something different. Uh, you know, uh, one movie that came up in the chat, which I feel like would have been uh, El Horrible's pick if he'd been here, is The Craft. The It also had Nev Campbell in it. It's the teenage witch 90s horror movie. Uh, but movie you're both kind of show? looking at me like you don't remember this. But that's I, definitely think the I, rem- I do think I remember it. I do, it might have made have it to... into a TV show as well, but it was it was actually in 1996. It was a big year for Nev Campbell. She was on Party of Five. She had Scream. She had The Craft. 
she, it was her moment. That was, that was definitely Nev Campbell's moment in time. Hmm. But uh, yeah. And uh, I guess uh, maybe you guys don't remember it as fondly as I do, but uh, let's see. I would have been, yeah, I was probably a little bit too old for it. Wait, it was 96. So yeah, I was 20 when it came out, but uh, that was okay, all right. So we're, we're, we're like the same age. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was that, there is that time where you, you can't be that guy going to that movie anymore. Yeah. Thank right, goodness exactly. for DVDs. Yeah, no. And uh, yeah, exactly. And, and there's, there's, there's no way that my uh, DVR was set for Degrassi the next generation because I was too old for that. I shouldn't have been watching it. So yes. Clay Dabbler. Thank you for the two pounds. Clay Dabbler is not an American. What? No, you didn't know that. I did not know anyone outside of America could be so talented. Clay Dabbler. Yes. Congratulations. Great work. Creep show, creep show too. Yes. You know, it's it's awesome because for months and months I've been trying to get someone to make like uh dabble versus toys, whatever, what have you. And then I kind of just gave up on the idea. And then all of a sudden, here comes Clay Dabbler mm-hmm. with his skill with the clay and making all these wonderful little guys from our universe i i love it clay keep it up buddy and, and then i think it's terry knee has started to animate them oh yeah terry yeah. knee's great too he's got That's that awesome. app where he, yeah. Yeah, he animates them has has them sing yeah they're all everybody it's great uh dennis michaels thanks for being a member for three months leprechaun how can you leave that out yes well, leprechaun well that was why christian has the follow-up uh it's not a super chat but he mentions leprechaun in the hood which uh, if yeah. you want to talk about movies that maybe don't hold up and uh, would not be released today, a Leprechaun in the Hood uh, would definitely be it. Now, now wasn't Leprechaun uh, Jennifer Aniston's first? The first movie? one, yes, she, yeah. she was in. But she had previously been on the Ferris Bueller TV show, so it wasn't her first work. Wow. It was her first movie, though. Yes. And uh, I think we had one more from Edgar Ibarra. Thank you, Stephen King, Needful Things. A big one, it the it TV show TV series from oh, the nineties yeah. comes up a lot as a big uh, a big nineties horror. That's a that's a that's a that was Daniel Bobo Curlin. I had him on an episode of the Karloff when I was doing my audio podcast. Check it out on Spotify, the Carter Electric Podcast, most famous podcast on the internet today. Wait. Have uh speaking of Bobo, have you ever uh, paired him up with Lorenzo again? By the way, because uh, sorry, my theme song. No, I haven't. Because that <laughs> was one of my one of my favorite streams ever. You kept finding excuses to leave, and Bobo <laughs> and Lorenzo Ariola. You were that just like, good. oh yeah, I obviously they're that. fast friends. They're great <laughs> together. It, it, I didn't care all the copyright strikes I got for the pot, the odd couple theme song. It just, it that. needed to be there as the pod couple. Um, that was fun, but I don't know if I could recreate that magic. I don't know if I'd want to uh, try. I think you're right. Yeah. I think we'd look at it. Like we would look at, we would look at that. Like, is that Godfather three? <laughs> well, it would be like, it, it, it would be like your Blair witch project in the Maybe. moment. It was great. Every, you know, the stars yeah. aligned, but now uh, we can't go back. I'm one what? of the few that like Godfather three, by the way. Oh, get out of here. Lord. OJ. <laughs> but if you I mean, do, compa- you can't compare it to the first two. No, if you don't you compare can't. it to That's the first two, statement. Yes. Then it's, then yeah. it's, oh, it's not that bad then. But if you do want to see the pod couple become a YouTube member or join my Patreon, patreon.com slash card of electric. 
always plugging. Paul Parady, thanks for the two bucks. B Dabbler is so cute. Smoochies from the lady. He's not even here. Give OJ and some smoochies. Yeah. He's Oops, cute too. Uh, I'm a loser. Thank you, Nitro8275. There's a lot of Cardus a loser in the chat. I know the hate is here. Please be patient, people. It's going to all make sense. <laughs> I, I love that it's the picture of the guy from uh, Star Trek. And I'm such a loser. I know that. What was the guy from Star Trek? Oh, it's... He's uh, door. He's Dave, back, Nitro8275. Avery, Avery Brooks. Yeah. Admit your fan base are trolls, Cardiff. Okay. No. No, 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 no. I don't know. The trolls sure. love Cardiff, but everybody loves Cardiff. At least that's the way I remember you. I, I like to remember when everybody loved Cardiff. I, those were the days, weren't they? <laughs> the salad days. Uh, well, boys, gentlemen, I think we've done a show. And Anything else you wanted to uh, discuss, bring up? I just want everyone to go check out Christian at his show. Who are the these broadcasters? Oh, that one. Yeah. Too. Yeah. No, no. That, that one's monetized, so let's Let's promote that. <laughs> Who are these? And then we got to get his other channel monetized. What, yeah, what but hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's let's get behind. Let's let's break down the fourth wall, as they say in the business. Sure. Every super chat that goes to who are these broadcasters? Thirty oh. percent goes to YouTube. Yep. Eighty percent of that goes to Carl. Yep. And Eric Zane and I each get ten percent. Yes. So, and yeah. you pay Carl's taxes on it too. I believe was the arrangement I heard. Yes, the uh, the New York State taxes are, uh, are are not forgiving, you know. But, so how uh, about this, everybody? Christian Blatt, give out your address. Everyone, send Christian Blatt one dollar. <laughs> yeah, uh, just uh, yeah, Venmo me on Twitter at Christian DMZ. I'm sure there's a way to uh, figure that out. Yes, uh, come on, Elon, figure it out. <laughs> but uh, yes, uh, who are these broadcasters? Uh, we're having a lot of fun over there uh, with uh, Eric Zane and myself. And uh, we uh, say so one of the complaints we get is that uh, there's there's either too many politics or too many sports. We try to have a mix of everything, though, and uh, we, we try to just find stuff that makes us laugh. And uh, if 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 you like laughter, does anybody believe in laughter? You can go to uh, who are these podcasts? Subscribe over there. You'll see us Tuesdays. 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. And yes, I do have my own podcast. I've been doing it for more than 10 years now. The Blattcast, B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T. And uh, some of our recent episodes... Did you just have to read that? Hmm? Did you have to read the spelling of your show? No. I, I, you I did. You looked down. Uh, yeah, I did, actually, because I want to make sure I get it right. B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T. Uh, and uh, some recent episodes included a surprisingly deep dive in the premiere episode of the Chevy Chase show, which was in the 90s, 1993, just commemorated its 30th anniversary. At oh, hello. Episodes. Uh, you lost you for a second. You lost me? Yeah. Yeah, but oh, you're back. Okay. okay. You're back. Well, we did an episode on very special episodes, some of our favorite sitcom very special episodes of course we have the goat the uh different strokes bicycle shop we have the two clothes for comfort where uh two women kidnap jim j bullock and rape him and it's played for laughs for the entire 22 minutes and the special episode nobody needed the what's happening with the doobie brothers that teaches us the lesson don't bootleg concerts kids a very special episode and coming up soon a very special epi episode of B Dablin Live tomorrow morning. Oh yes, ten a.m. 
10 a.m. tomorrow. A big, big guest from the Howard Stern universe. If you're a Howard, if you were were a Howard Stern fan, which most of you are or were, as we were, mm-hmm. you're gonna love this guest. I, pr- I guarantee it. Mm-hmm. I guarantee it too. And that means a lot. The Cardiff Electric Guarantee. River Archeron, welcome back, I guess. Thanks for the 199 <laughs> Cardiff stocks, as does Cranberry Electric. Wow, what happened? I, I kind of remember River. I, I thought he was a, yeah, he was a fan. What, what I believe this that? is what happened to River. Cardiff needs to be wow. docs. Thanks, River Archeron. Wow. Jeez. Gone wow. off the deep ending. Anyway. Heel uh, turn. Subreddit surfing. Go to subredditsurfing.com. Uh, Monday, we have a special guest, but we are doing a live uh, broadcast only on our Patreon with a very special, famous uh, dabbler guest. Some call her the queen of the dabblers. I wouldn't, but big surprise coming Monday. But it'll be on the subreddit surfing YouTube channel uh, as a premiere later. But we're trying a Patreon only stream uh, Monday morning with a special guest. And I think that brings us, uh, it's time to say good evening, Galaga, and uh, it's time for our final thought. But uh, have a good evening, gentlemen. Hey, good night, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Oh, hi. It's me, your pal, Cardiff Electric. What a spooky episode that was of You'll Remember the 90s. Very spooky. Talked about a lot of 90s horror, horror movies. Don't get confused. Anyway, it's important to remember, if it's a dark night and you're being chased through the woods by a masked serial killer, no matter how fast you run and how slowly they walk, they'll always catch you. So wouldn't it be better to spend your last few minutes thinking about nice things because it's inevitable that thing is going to get you so don't bother fighting it until next time take care of yourselves and each other Galaga It's Friday night, and the mood is right. We're going to have some fun, show you how it's done, TGI. Yo, do you remember the 90s? Let's find out. Acid-washed jeans, Doc Martens on your feet, pogs in your pocket, and bagel bites to eat. Watching Full House with your digital pets. Mom, get off the phone. I need to use the internet. Let's go to Blockbuster. There's nothing else to do. Carmen San Diego, where the hell are you? I like Tuki Not. You've got mail. Ice, ice, baby, sweet. Sit, Eugene, sit. Good dog.